0: This podcast is brought to you in association with SAP Concur. SAP Concur helps businesses of all sizes optimize their spend processes with intelligent expense, travel, and invoice solutions. To find out more, visit concur.co.uk. Hello and welcome to The Modern Finance Leader, a three-part podcast series produced by AccountingWeb in association with SAP Concur. Thank you for joining us for the second episode of the series, uh, the provocatively titled The Machine Did My Expenses, uh, so how finance teams can bring intelligence to the business. Put down the sci-fi novels and forget about HAL 9000, the reality of automation and machine learning is now every day. It's happening right now all around you in Tesco checkout lines, phone apps, even your music taste is increasingly defined by an algorithm. Finance teams are not immune to this wave of of, of automation and have successfully implemented it into their businesses today. So what have they gained? Automation saves you a lot of legwork, sure, but it's also a lot more than just that. Our podcast today will explore how automating repetitive tasks like expenses is feasible, simple, and ultimately transformative for the finance function's role in a business. And there will be a pinch of future gazing too, of course. My name is Frans Robardnost. I am the business editor of Accounting Web. I'll be your host today, and joining me today is three special guests. So uh, to my left, I've got Rachel van der Merwe, uh, the director of product marketing at SAB Concur. Rachel, a very South African name, but I believe you're Canadian.
1: I am. I am. Uh,
0: so adding to the international flavor, we've got... Manu del Aquila, I hope I'm saying that correct, Manu, um, he is the Technology transforma- Transformation Manager at RED. What does that role involve, Manu? It involves it just uh, trying to convince
2: the rest of the business to uh, come into the uh, 21st century uh, and they're <laughs> very reluctant, but uh, I, I throw a pinch of AI and a pinch of machine learning and
0: see what sticks and then uh, push the company forward. Um, and then from uh, much nearer shores, uh, from Scotland, we've got Alistair Barlow, a founding partner of Flinder. Flinder provides accounting services and rich management information for growing businesses. And Alistair speaks very eloquently on how to become, as he terms it, a kick-ass CFO. Alistair, welcome to the pod. Thanks very much. Thank you for joining us, guys. So I guess uh, we can start off uh, with you, Manu, uh, since we're talking about trying to drag people into the 21st century, what what is a sort of common sense introduction into what the world of AI or automation uh, is as like in the contemporary basis?
2: The, the way I, I, I look at AI, I, I have a very engineering background and I have a very pragmatic uh, take. Yes, the uh, I enjoy uh, geeking out on the uh, the algorithms and the maths uh, behind it, but to me. Uh, if we speak AI, especially in the enterprise, we need to look at what it does. Um, and it has to have an application of, in my mind, sort of augmenting how what the human team do, either by automating some of what they do, especially the, the boring bits that take a long time and they don't really add much value. And in World of Finance, to me, is all the various hours and hours spent on spreadsheets um, which just are prone to errors and don't really add any value, um, or augmenting what they do. If they can achieve 100, AI should let them achieve 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, to me, is, is what AI should do. And it's about finding those little pockets where the data supports the goal of uh, helping the humans extend what uh, what they do.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting, and I, and I suppose if we think about it, a repetitive task, Rachel, is the expenses process, um, It's sort Absolutely. of the, the the classic finance task. Uh, <laughs> what's, what How can it be applied to the expenses process, AI?
1: Absolutely. So it can be applied for end to end, right? So I look at it not just on the finance angle, but also on the end user side. So from a business traveler or anybody who looks to do their expenses, you can use AI, uh, to, to do that task. Because when we look at when people are doing their expenses and how it's typically in their personal time or it takes a long time. And so it takes away from their day job or their personal, um, lives. Um, and so that's the end user side from a finance perspective. I think many, you said it really well in that it, uh, Augment. So, what are we doing to make all of those mundane, the checks, the processes, uh, easier for finance? And when you make the front end easier, when you make it uh, easier to use, people will then it changes one their behavior of when they put their expenses in. But then it also um, it it's you use that AI to to uh, decrease that uh, errors. Right? and pulling out the data so that the people don't need to. Mm. Uh, so it's less less work for them. They're then more prone to actually do their expenses. And then the finance side, they get that insight sooner. Mm. So rather than when uh, someone comes back from the trip, forgets about it, gets an alert – uh, they do it straight away. So, finance knows what's being spent along the way. They mm. can have better control of their cash flow as well as uh, budgets, et cetera.
0: Hmm. How does this factor into becoming a kick ass CFO, Alistair, to hinge on your talk?
3: Yeah, I can. I, actually, I'll come to that in a minute because there's a couple of things that Rachel mentioned which I think are quite key. Um, so, there was, uh, and Manu as well, there was, there was a talk about AI being. Um, lending itself to being more fit, effective and more efficient. You know, A lot of the time we think around technology and automation is around efficiency gains. Yeah, absolutely. It, it removes the human being doing those mundane tasks, but actually it becomes more effective, it becomes more accurate, and actually it becomes more real-time in terms of the information or the insight that we get. So the, the two very, very key points there. The other thing um, Rachel touched on is that it's about um, making the journey for both finance and the user... Uh, more seamless or, or, or less invasive and actually when we look at finance function and, and try and understand what finance function is doing how they're spending time on different ac- activities and just really understanding you know what the cost of finance function is a lot of the time we don't think that other people in the business are doing finance activities and they absolutely are like we just heard the example from rachel that an end user might be doing that, claiming expenses in their own time. A lot of time, we don't capture the impact, the cost of that, whether it's hours, whether it's lost time uh, or impacting a, 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 the the end user's time. Uh, and it's a very good, valid point that needs to be brought into the equation of finance is probably or finance activities are probably extending way beyond finance. And there's a bigger impact there that, that we're trying to save. Um, so in terms of back to your original question, Fran, in terms of how does this kind of permeate into becoming a kick-ass CFO? we look at the finance function and the, the the CFO or the finance director is kind of, you know, owning the entire finance function, how a finance function operates. There are largely three competing demands, which you've probably heard me talk about before. It's about transactional efficiency, it's about control um, and governance, and it's about delivering insight. And you can't have all of those, you know, supremely at, at the top game. If you want to be, significantly well controlled it's at an expense of being efficient and if you have the impact of being efficient you don't have the time to reallocate to being delivering insight for the business you you spend all that time of preparation on checking you don't have enough time at the end of the month to for the interpretation and at the end of the day a finance function is there one yes they are there to be well controlled you need to have that governance but there's a balance, uh, and that's a risk appetite in the business. But ultimately, it's about delivering better information to the business to make better commercial decisions. Yeah. So that's that's certainly our view of the finance function. AI is a massive enabler. And actually, we, we we have four kind of underpinning or enabling foundations of that, which are people, process, technology, and data. And AI kind of spans across all those. Areas you know, talking technology, how to better use data or understand data with algorithms, um, embed it into the process, and actually can eliminate some people aspect of that because of the intelligence that AI can bring into the equation.
0: Yeah, the, Manu, the term AI obviously it it has also kind of become a bit of a marketing term, I guess, in many respects. I mean, it's very easy for people to kind of just throw it out there. Um, but what does AI? I mean, at the moment, actually, it's, is it, it's not AI as maybe we see it in films and that kind of thing. And in terms of what it is now, in the more medium-term future, where are we heading towards? Yes, if we move away from... from what it is in movies and it is a marketing I
2: just passed at the train station. They gave a little brochure of, I think it was train AI, I can't remember, but it just said AI and the brochure just said AI and just <laughs> by that people want, to, it doesn't say anything apart from you can buy train tickets, but just having the term AI made people want to look at it, including me. Yeah. Um, so yes, That's it is worse. It is a buzzword right now. Yeah. But in practice, I think a lot of people think of AI going towards this magic black box that solves problems well I I really don't see that especially not not just in the short term in in the medium term and five years from now I can't see that's really being what businesses do it's just gonna be uh, sometimes even just a more efficient way of handling a spreadsheet uh, where there's a lot of technology behind it that removes um, 20 hours a week from that task and that affects affects the whole business and that to me, AI needs to be embedded in that. There are, uh, I think, there was um, a survey done by I can't remember if it was McKinsey or PwC very recently where it came out that forty-seven percent of companies had one process with AI behind it. That's only one. Yes, it is fifty percent almost of the companies, but it's only one process, and I'm, I bet you that most of them is is a little change in one in one aspect to it. So I, the way I see it in the li- next five years in in, in, uh, in the enterprise is the these niches being discovered and then embedded and then the process is changed. I think what you mentioned earlier about just the impact of the expenses going from a single day where your expenses must be in by the 27th, which means that most of the people do it on the 28th yeah. uh, because they've just given their... PA or even someone that pretends to be their PA and so the impact that that has on the finance team from, from going to one day to spread over a month because I was out at dinner and at the end of dinner I took a picture of the, of the receipt and that went straight through all the processes of how the finance team can handle and, and take care of that and then publish the fact that you need you can give the insight of your expenses to the uh, owner of the pnl throughout the month not 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 only in one day but that has to change and the ai might be embedded but unless you change the people and the processes that uh, it's not going to be uh, embedded within the business and that is to me the impact is going to happen in the next 5 years it's going to go more and more embedded change from once a month to real time type of
0: Financing, if uh, if that's the right way yeah. of putting it, the uh, it almost seems to me, Alistair, that like the finance role has sold itself a little bit short in the past in terms of uh, underestimating the impact it can have on just just everyone else in the business because like financed, like you say, it it just cascades down to every level of the business. And to channel Marie Kondo, almost it, it, they, by changing these things, you can spread joy to people, and it seems kind of
3: mundane, but you can really make people's lives easier too. Uh, I love the phrase that accountants or finance professionals can spread joy yeah. to the organisation yeah. <laughs> and to other people. I'm, I'm, I'm going to coin that phrase and use it later. Um, but I think uh, you're you're absolutely right. I, we still see it. Yeah, it, finance functions, despite what we're talking about now in terms of AI, in terms of you know 50% whether whether it was a, whichever report it was 50% or 47% of organisations using AI in one type of process. That population that they selected for that benchmark for that assessment was probably skewed yes. in itself right if you look at the sme um, uh, uh, finance functions some of these are so far in the dark ages you know e- even other kind of off the shelf application cloud applications that you see in the sme world um the, the kind of the mid-size smes that, that that's very much the smaller end the mid-size smes they're so oblivious to what's going on. Some of the organizations we talk to, and when we, we go in and we transform finance functions for the, for those um, for those businesses, and I'm talking businesses that are maybe kind of 40, 50 million revenue, maybe 200 to 500 employees in it, um, they're oblivious to the types of applications that are out there. They're, they're running paper. You know, not even an automated workflow, uh, sorry, nowhere near AI, not even an automated workflow, they're running paper. and And they're so archaic and it's just... The, the amount of um, change that can, that can take place is huge for the business to get benefit. and you've got, I think we've got to step back and remember, this isn't for the finance function. Yes, the CFO can be an ambassador of that change. But ultimately, the whole reason the finance function should transform and change is to deliver better insight for the business to make better decisions, to concentrate on their vision and their strategy. That is the ultimate goal of finance to, to act as that enabler
0: yeah and rachel like as we move to this more automated future as people finally do catch up how how should finance teams prepare for ai to play a bigger role in the process with like training for instance or how to work uh, well with a more fully automated expense system
1: yeah well i think the you know i think what both manu and, and alice just said is, is very true in you know, finance should be the more strategic role within an organization and AI allows for that. When I think about um, uh, what finance teams can do to sort of prepare for, for AI is, is one is, is is embrace it. I think um, it surprises me all the time. How many finance functions are actually still in paper or feel that they have an automated process because it's an Excel spreadsheet with a few formulas on the back. Um, it, but what it does and what we can do, I think machine learning and artificial intelligence is really great with actual complex rules and guidelines. And that's where policy, putting in your policy comes into play. And so understanding how they can leverage that is, is key. Um, as part of, of their technology stack um, and how that will help drive and enable people and, and behaviors within the organization. I think um, set your expectations as well. It's not a uh, be an end all. It doesn't fix all problems. It doesn't mean that you no longer need to mm-hmm. use your human intelligence. There is still a place for that. Um, I think, many you, you mentioned it earlier. It doesn't replace things, but what it does is it makes it easier to do those mundane tasks, it makes it more effective and efficient for you. Hmm. Um, So you need to set those expectations. Um, And then I think where I've seen really successful customers Uh, Implement sort of automation within um, our our customer base at SAP Concur is really about uh, doing uh, finding ambassadors within different groups and having them really influence uh, the rest of the people because I think um, what I said initially is you know this finance does spread and there's a lot of people that are doing finance functions or, or inputting to what finance needs uh, to drive the insights and make better business decisions, right? So uh, find those people that are going, going to be your ambassadors, teach them how to do it well, and then you're going to have that spread throughout your organization really quickly. So a few things.
3: I think, so. to just uh, add in there, I think it's, it's a really key point is this um, change management and behavioral change. Whenever like you could have the best technology in the world, but actually, if people aren't going to embrace it and use it, it's, it's, it's a waste of money. It's a waste yeah. of time going through that project, spending it, the implementation, spending the money on it. Um, and you need those champions of change to kind of permeate or filter it through the organization and that to, to increase adoption. And the change management is, is any, any transformation project, but particularly technology.
0: There's, a, there's an enormous people management aspect. In terms of building technology into your business because like you say i mean it it, so for me who works in media we 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 see technology introduced into the business all the time but it does just the adoption is the is the difficult aspect it's not necessarily implementing it um so yeah it's a very very good point it's very interesting um, I'm just looking at the time, and I think we have reached the end. Uh, there's, we could probably speak on this you know, for a day if we wanted to, but I'll, I think I'll we'll save the save the listeners a, a marathon listening session. Uh, but thank you very much, guys. I'd like to thank uh, Rachel, uh, Manu, Alistair for joining me. Uh, I've been of Bodenst from uh, Accounting Web, and we will have another podcast in the series for you to enjoy. So do keep an, keep your ears perked out for that, and have a good day. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you in association with SAP Concur. SAP Concur helps businesses of all sizes optimise their spend processes with intelligent expense, travel and invoice solutions. To find out more, visit concur.co.uk.